3: Is Type five, Jay give me some, give me some goddamn, give me some of that Nashville box Chevy, 215. Yeah. <laughs> some sixes on that bitch, but they just stuck on them. <laughs> 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 they rubbing like a motherfucker, coming down, <laughs> hey, <laughs> coming, coming down, jumping. tension pulling, squeaking uh. like a motherfucker, but that bitch all motor. It's yeah, play me something just like that. That's all I need.
4: Oh, This this feels like when you got to warm your breakfast up. Like, like somebody at the house cook. And you woke up late. You woke up late. It's on, Somebody got to be warmed up. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's what that feels like. This feel like when you finish with DUI school. <laughs> Graduation DUI school music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
4: We <laughs> just never finally getting to hit the road. Uh, yeah. As soon as you get your car in the DUI school and start your shit up I'm just too much. Just <laughs> got your license back. Yeah. I'm oh. talking about when your baby mama calls and she say, never mind. It don't matter what that never mind go to, that's just a good thing." what? Don't you love when the motherfuckers cancel on you? Hell yeah. <laughs> Some people feel the they feel I love when the motherfuckers be like, don't worry don't about worry it. Don't worry about it. We ain't going
3: no more. They appreciate you anymore. anyway. Oh. They, don't even, <laughs> they don't even care about yeah, what they man. Yeah, don't, yeah, you know, man.
4: don't even matter. Yeah. I fuck with that. We in here, Lowe. We in here. We got a special for the man. What you Your talking about? This special, like Bro, here. Bro, you
3: never know who gonna be in the trap with us. Yes, you did. You feel me? Bro, you look outside, it just be niggas outside rolling up and seeing boo. Oh boy,
4: I'm glad you said something. Right.
3: Nah, but we got some real niggas in here with us today, man. man. First of all, we got one of the coldest motherfucking producers in the motherfucking game right here, just sitting here chilling. Them niggas be everywhere. I taught this hey, nigga everything you know, bro. I believe. Hell, boy. I, I showed this nigga how to hit the beat machine. Come on, man. <laughs> man, hey, R.I.P. Insane Wayne, man. Hey, Big bro, man. Insane, you know insane Wayne. I then, wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Big Bro. We finna talk about all that. Then, we got motherfucking cash bills on Ooh. You see? This nigga got so much rap game history, you can mention. G-Unit. You can mention Cash Money. He gone. Man, you can man. mention Dr. Dre. You can mention niggas like Eminem. You can mention all of them niggas and he was really right there with him, ready to knock something out about him. And in the studio ready to wrap a circle around the nigga too. Oh, my mama. Man, this nigga had a motherfucking anthem with two hip-hop legends dishing each other on that motherfucking <laughs> man. <laughs> Man, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about one of the coldest niggas ever to come out of Cashville, nigga. He the one who let you know
4: that they were 10
3: Yes, sir. Listen. Listen. You feel me? Yeah. None other. Thanks. Young Buck,
4: aka yeah.
3: Buck Mulligan. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I brought, and yeah. I brought, brought my night from the Vibe Awards with me today, nigga. What's up, nigga? I brought the yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <a> food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: What a food,
3: nigga. Cut the music. Since you brought it up first, check this out. <laughs> when, when the streets heard, we don't know what happened and we ain't gonna ask you what happened. When we heard what allegedly happened, Every nigga who was in who even thought that they would have been in your position like, that nigga was not wrong. Big facts. You supposed to do shit like that. Big facts. That's the billions. That's the bank We right will there. figure out the rest of this shit. Sure. Come get me. And they did. he made sure I'm still right here on 85 <laughs> I did something right <laughs> You was not wrong. Shout, Shout out man. to Dr. Drake, for bro. real. You did. And even 50, you feel what I'm saying? Because he, at the time, he was like, man, you know, I got you, too. So that situation, I was able to just, you know, walk through. It was one of them situations where, you know, shit happened. Honestly, I did not know what the commotion was about at that time. Right. You know, it was me and Banks backstage about to uh, bring out a, a war for Snoop, and just the commotion popped out, you know, I don't know, man. Somehow a fork just magically me in out of nowhere. Right. You feel me? And, uh, you know, I made it through that situation, man. Blessed. It. Like a real nigga would, you got to yeah, do that. Because at some point your real nigga instincts going to kick in and right. be like, uh, get to the motherfucking house. One of the Hold two. on one second. Check the mic. Send the lady. Check, check, check. Young check, Mike, young buck, check. Your big two, ass one, chain
4: two. has uh, huh? fucked the microphone huh? up. Yo, big-ass chain. He got that big-ass you, you, you got a, you got a big-ass big ass chain. <laughs> <laughs> the big-ass big chain. He had a he, he got got a, he got a, he got a big-ass chain. Big that bitch with chain. Big. He got it from that on the street. Boom. He got a big-ass chain. And on the camera, you see. He got a big-ass chain. You heard me, bitch. It ain't right. He yeah. got i on so big. That bitch was big as a crib. I had some diamonds in that bitch. It look just like where your grandma live. Yeah. Saving up your money for a bigger chain
3: everything on my neck gon' stay in a chain I'm, I'm tryna stay in my lane I shoulda wore a
4: little chain <laughs> <laughs> but you did I brought a big ass chain he <laughs> brought a big ass chain a big chain like no other and I remember that chain from all this album he brought a big ass chain you ain't
3: lying, my nigga I just figured I'm on 85 this time my nigga and I put up in this motherfuckin' They bang, I said, I'm doing well. my big-ass chain. Okay, that's on the mix,
4: eh? That's it, big-ass chain. Big-ass chain up. Man, man, listen, you know what I mean? We done ran into each other so many different places, man. man, Literally in the mall, hotels, nigga. And always, whenever I see him, he by himself, I'm by myself. And it's always, what's up, nigga? But I got a question, man. I've been wanting to ask you this, but every time I ran into you, we was moving. And I've been wondering this for a long time. Mm -hmm. When you said, welcome to Cashville, motherfuckers. (laughs) Was you smoking a blunt or taking a shit, nigga? Because that was the strongest (laughs) Welcome to Cashville, motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, nigga, I'm never going there. Listen, how you said that shit. <laughs> Welcome to Cashville, motherfuckers. And that beat drop. Bing, doo, 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 doo. That's one of the coldest songs. Like, And that was the first song on the CD. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I come from a small town where organized crime is, is the rule. rule. You kill niggas without permission, niggas, niggas going to kill, kill you. you. We bang them rags too, red, red and blue. Red that red blue. shit ain't only on the out there on the West Side, side fool. I said, man, that nigga, that Big nigga said, man, Nigga, the, the South ain't safe no more, so get a gun and pray to God that you make it 2C21. I was like, okay, I'm not going that, <laughs> that ain't what Dolly <laughs> Parton was talking about, nigga. That's Young something Muck different. is the first <laughs> nigga to
3: make a pre ass whooping anthem. This nigga had a song that came on before niggas started fighting. I, I hate talking, talk buddy, about talking to get his ass thumped. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck happened before that? Yo. He was talking. That's a classic <laughs> That's all it take. fucking record. Bruh, bro, when you heard <laughs> these niggas sending their verses back, did you even put together that they was talking about each other? Tip Nah, and Luda. you know, I'm shout out to both of them, even to this day, Tip and Luda. But when I created that record at the time, you know, I, I my first mind of getting a feature was to stretch out the tip. Bro, do you know that about 30 niggas jumped on that remix? Yeah, man. That's how you yeah. know you got one of them ones when X. everybody wants to be on that Everybody
4: mix. on them all That ones. beat was so hard. Ooh. Man. <laughs> it was like, who was that boss? Because that was
3: actually. From was that. On that uh-huh. beat. DJ Paul. DJ
4: Paul. Uh-huh.
3: DJ Paul made mm-hmm. stumped, man. And uh yeah. Memphis niggas. We actually got a whole Memphis, tape. Memphis, man. Word. This dropping in uh right after back on my bookshoot volume three that I got out now, me and DJ Paul just uh wrapped up our tight. Tape was title Unexpected, so it's one of them ones that got that same stump type of flavor. Yeah. You know, even creating that record, man, uh, I had reached out the tip to, 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 to put a verse on there. And when he when he sent the verse back, it was it was really that bar that he had on there. You know what I'm saying? Uh that made me be like, uh, now, me getting beat down, that's ludicrous. Yeah. So, I was letting different motherfuckers hit and shit. And me and two chains is is 100 with each other. And we was real close at that time, too. Uh, I had let him hit a record, and he was like, yo, bro, you got to let Luda hit this shit. And, uh, you know, honestly, I didn't even really have no idea that they was, you know, having what little issues or whatever at the time. Uh, but when, when I let Luda hit, You know what I'm saying? He was just like, uh, fuck, man, shit, bro, I got to jump on this shit right here. I'm like, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, it was more or less when Luda heard it, he was, uh, I think he heard more than just that bar where Tip was kind of speaking and saying whatever he felt. But out of respect, I jumped back at Tip first and was like, yo, man, listen, Luda heard the record. He want to jump on it you ain't got no problem. Too. It was like, nah, shawty, man, let him, you know, go ahead and let him do his thing. So, uh, you know, the record came out and I, I really respect that record to this very day because to me, it was one of those records where, you know, you got two legendary artists, you know, going back and forth on on on, on one record, but it stayed hip on hop, wax, yeah. stayed hip hop. It was <laughs> it nothing. Mm-hmm. They, they got out of hand and, you know, uh, turned into any kind of real beef, I think. Uh, honestly, by the time I went to put the, the project, put that album out, Luda and Tip had, uh, I think, reconciled whatever situations that they had. So the label wasn't wasn't really there for, for Tip's verse still yeah. being on, on the record. So last minute I had to, you know, throw game on there. Game was like the newest edition to G-Unit. And he needed that look uh, for a while. I, I felt like, shit, game, I'm putting you on this motherfucker, you know, in regards of replacing Tip with it. But the record had already blowed up. And so, like you said, there's so many different versions of it. You know, you... I heard another fucking version of it the other day, like, damn, nigga, I ain't know you was on here, too. Nigga, it's everybody yeah. in the mm-hmm. South mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. that much. Nah, I remember, I, remember
4: <laughs> I, I seen an interview with Tip, was talking about this one was still wearing his hats like this, he had the grill, and he was like, well, I laid my verse down first, and if I would've heard the verse that he laid, then we'd've heard a different record. I'm like, ooh, nigga, he would've came with something, ooh, nigga. And then that. just the nigga in me was like, I wonder what he would've seen if he'd've heard that shit. Yeah. It probably but I salute Tip
3: to the fullest because you know, even when he, like I say, I stepped, I, I had a stretch back out to him. It was like, yo, Luda want to jump on it. And uh, I'm sure somewhere in the line he had to feel like Luda was going to throw some type of shot or say something. And he could have easily, you know, been a bitch ass nigga and said, no, man, I take me off of it. But he he, he laid the floor there for Luda to come and. Luda done what he done, and like I say, man, that is one of my favorite records that I've created. Uh, is the Just song. for that backstory, that like that shit gonna live forever. You'll never, sure. like, you probably never see two rappers like that. You know, this, like you said, yeah. that's in the middle of a
4: lyrical. Disagreement. That most not, people not didn't like even a know what was going on. It's just it's a
1: lyrical.
4: Yeah, a, a lyrical job. That's the thing. Right. I think and we need more and, stuff and, in, and, in, and in and this generation. Like now. the only
3: thing we've seen since. That. But see,
4: them Those niggas days. like they ain't never gonna
3: let that shit go, and that's the wor- worst part about well, they cool. it. They ain't cool. Trust me. They ain't cool. Niggas ain't cool. Breaking niggas me. ain't cool. No, they cool. Niggas ain't cool. No,
4: <laughs> them niggas was cool before they fell out. Them now niggas. they alright. Just because niggas they ain't into it, don't mean shit they a'ight. Cool. We are a'ight. We ain't cool. I'm man. saying, them niggas ain't never be go. cool. Yeah, yeah, get we can get money. some money. Rappers yeah. these days, ain't they just don't get each up a dressing room. Man, don't say, let say, shit
3: slide no we more. We ain't just finna be buddy-buddy type shit. It's just for the, I guess, for the check, for the business. And not even a check. I guess, I don't know about them niggas' situation, to be honest with you, but, you know, I just think hip-hop need more of those type of records. Those, those, yes. That competitors. So, you know, a lot of people be having different situations and having, you know, different problems with each other as, as rappers and shit. And, you know, a lot of it resorts into, you know, how many diamonds a motherfucker can buy more than you or whatever accolades come along with how many records of, now how many streams a motherfucker got versus anything. That shit I wouldn't even play on, that shit no more. On, niggas done hit a billion. Big Nigga, if you, you, if you behind in the
4: niggas, you lost that one. But I, I think from what you just said, I, my question to you is, is, is the game bred for that anymore? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of that probably was lost in the, in the wake of people seeing what happened with guys that was really active and going to get active when it got to the point where you ran into each other. And a lot of people probably ain't built for that no more. So do you think that the game is bred for competitive energy?
3: You know, honestly, man, I would just I would say this generation right now has kind of steered itself into having to feel like they have to match some of the shit that they say in the records. And you know, even rap in its, in itself is just a competitive game in itself. It's like it's, it remind me of a boxing match, really, because everybody fighting to be number one, no matter what. Everybody chasing to be, you know, the, the biggest, the biggest that they can be with it. I just feel like this generation right here that we dealing with, uh, far as the youngsters that you see winning and some of the issues that they have, it's it's, it's resorted into hands-on violence, but it was no different than the same way when we was there. I think it's room for it. I think it's room for it, but it would have to be the conflict of two artists both looking to go down that route versus then the route that we used to be, what we're seeing playing out right now. And that's motherfuckers getting killed, man. You know, motherfuckers have differences and you see a motherfucker, you know, it's about you know who gonna catch a body type of thing now. So if we take the bodies to the to the to the bars, you understand what I'm saying. Even with G Unit and I, in the beginning of at least my time amongst being with G Unit, it was based on real life. The issues that was going on were real life issues involved with say a 50 or whatever. So you know when we had those vests and shit like that on it was for real it wasn't it wasn't you know for the camera it was really niggas trying to protect their life at any moment shit can go down yeah. you know what i'm and saying and you put that on record four folks, folks
4: bulldog small enough to fit in a nigga boot so it's whatever whenever whatever you want to do i'm like okay these niggas is but it was really that yeah. though. but yeah. I, I saw a clip uh on the internet of Two talking to big U. And uh, salute to him well, and uh, he was telling the story you know I mean I I don't know if you want to get into the, the actual story of what happened yeah. but just seeing that you were willing to be as active as you were my question to you is as an artist do you feel like that's something that's necessary in the game now as it was back then to, to be somebody that was <coughs> really willing to go and show that these words that I'm speaking are legit
3: you know it depends on the situation and the in the individuals that you're dealing with. In my situation, I would say, you know, yeah, because I've always been involved in real life issues around the music. So it wasn't like I felt like I could resort to just allowing certain shit to go down. And you get put in certain situations where it's not just about your life, but it's about everybody's life that you with. You understand, and if 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 it's any man or anybody in my eyes, if you feel like your life is being threatened, you're gonna do whatever it takes to to make sure, you know, you maintain that life, you know, of yours. I love living, you know, so I just I'm been put in situations where you know, I feel like my life is threatened. I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to survive. Well, I gotta I gotta make it home to my kids, homie. Period. And uh, like I say. A lot of this shit is just based on the energy of the individuals that you're having issues with. Speaking of issues, bro, tell me when you start teaching Drama Boy how to make them beats and shit. <laughs> 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 nah, I ain't talking to you how to make no beats. Straight <laughs> up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This nigga won't even teach me how to make them fucking beats. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. I be watching though. You won't though. need me no more, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I cooked that shit right up in front of you, goddammit. You Good see no you, Nigga, see the recipe. Bro. Right. Well, yeah. shit, let's from start to finish, book, How you get in the game, bro? You got a lot of, you got a long history, bro. And people think it just, a lot of the younger generation don't think it just started with the unit but nigga you was putting shit down before that even Facts. I was I was one of the ones where you know I came in the game um, the first individuals that I, I was basically around was Cash Money how old were you when you got it I was around 14 years old, man, 14, 15. Wayne didn't even have a dress, nigga. The nigga still had the baby fro like yours.
4: Oh, word, Your nah, no. It wasn't like mine. Don't you it wasn't like mine. I'm the only nigga with one like mine that in this time. I'm the only young nigga with this. I ain't nobody else got this. One. Nah, Me but, and Maurice White, that's it. <laughs> real
3: facts, though, but, uh, you know, uh... They had came to my city. We was always big fans of that music. As far as me and my circle of niggas of that, I came up with. one of my partners had picked up a CD. I think it was Chopper City in the Ghetto. It was like what, probably one, probably one. The, the, probably the, and the orange
4: like big ass bullets was goddamn big raining out the, out sky. the sky and Coppa shit. bullets, Man,
3: and homie, now you know they had that that wave throughout the south. You feel me? And yeah. we was just That's fans. Crazy. Picked up the CD. One day and my partner had caught I was a youngster, you know, in the back seat. My other partners and shit, you know, they was kinda the ones who rotated my city and shit like that. So they was jokingly, you know, man, it's a number on the back of this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? And called the number. It's like, man, what y'all niggas want to come down here to the view? And uh whatever it was, it was pennies and shit. Niggas was like, What, y'all need to come in tomorrow? <laughs> and uh, they they didn't come, but it ended up being like a week or two later, niggas caught themselves trying to put a show together and shit. Bunch of Doughboy niggas they don't know nothing about the game, but, you know, get a venue, got them niggas to come to the city. And when they touched down, baby was really fucked up by how young we was and really active. Re- really active like that. So uh, I, can't, I, I think that really, really was the motivation for him to, you know, build a bond at the time with my with my surroundings and uh they end up booking the studio Um uh, my brother from another mother Lil jimmy had had got in touch with me somehow niggas didn't have no cell phone but he got in touch with somebody to pick me up and bring me over to the studio walked in the studio first night I, <clears throat> I seen was was juvenile i'm like damn let that nigga go right there you feel what i'm saying and uh Went on in, and it was DG, Juvenile, Turk, Wayne. And then the nigga Baby walked up to me as a youngster, first words to this very day. i never forget it. He said, spit some, Lil' One. And uh, like I say, man, I was always, I was already in the streets full-fledged, just trying to find a, a, a fucking way. Uh, but music was always my thing from day one. So when the nigga told me to spit <laughs> something, I had fucking up. Uh,
4: Do you remember what you spit?
3: I don't. I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you that shit to this day. That's dope shit. It wasn't one thing because what happened was when I spit, he immediately told Lil Wayne, hey, come in nigga, spit something. So me and Lil Wayne battled it out. And uh I tell niggas, I didn't win but I won, nigga. You did, because you know, walking from that situation, the next day I was I was getting a call from my partner saying, "Yo, baby, want, want want us to come to New Orleans with him? He want to get your situation." So my life started basically from Cashville to New Orleans. At that moment, I left. I was supposed to be in school. You know what I'm saying? Around that time, with school never was my thing. Uh, man, now. It never was. Never. Man. Not even in like first grade. I man. believe his name. School was never so my he was thing. In first grade, like first grade, first dishes. grade. <laughs> on oh my mommy, even <laughs> in first grade, I ain't really fuck with school, man. I, was, yeah. never, I I mean, you know, it just was one of them things. Like my my childhood was for real. Coming up on some, you know, I come from a single parent background, and it was about really uh really trying to keep the fucking lights and water on in real life. You know, you know these rappers come through and be having them, everybody got a struggle story. But my struggle in my life, it kind of is there for, the like niggas know what I come from throughout my city. I come from nothing. You dig? So I really, that's what forced me in the streets at a young age Just trying to kind of help my moms get out of the situation that I was brought up in. Yeah. It was about hustling. I was one of them niggas that used to cut every nigga in the neighborhood grass, take out the trash and shit, pumping gas until it, before a nigga ever picked up a pack trying to do anything with it. I just was one of them ones just trying to make a dollar to be able to provide. But yeah, man, it was, my journey started with cash money. Times where baby would drop Wayne and Turk off at school, and I ride around with him, you know, doing doing our thing, just just trying to make shit happen. Uh, I come from a real solid circle of individuals and shit, so you know, even in juveniles, home video, the yellow Ferrari and things like that, those were our vehicles. We we. Pulled them vehicles there to... Nigga, you had a
4: yellow Ferrari when you was 14?
3: No, nigga, it was in the circle, though. Oh, well, well basically, yeah, you
4: did. No wonder you ain't fuck with school. Bitch, I got a Ferrari out. (laughs) No, you don't.
3: Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it was in the circle, so, you know, shit like that, like I say, man, we really, really come from the streets and all that good shit, and from there... The difference is, is I can give you all of the different stories in regards to coming up with Cash Money, but I can't play you... No music. That ...where I was actually what I was there for. You know, my my situation was based on me coming to Cash Money to, to do a deal, and it turned out to be well, in my mind where I was kind of, like, pushed to the back, not because Baby didn't want to get to me or whatever, it's just that they shit... They blew up. They blew up so fast, so... Um, you know, he had to focus on what was working versus trying to break a brand new artist. But I never was a tag along nigga, so it forced me to have to go back and make a decision with himself. Am I gonna, you know, I'm 18, 19 years old now. You know, these niggas is, all I wanted was an opportunity to be heard. Let the world, let the streets be the judge of, of me. Right. And, uh, it was just I was I had records, but none of them was actually getting pushed to the world or none of that shit. So I made a decision to come back home to Cashville and uh, start my own independent push. You dig what I'm saying? I felt like I had built the name for my for from my city by just being amongst them. You know what I'm saying? So shit, man. I went and put me a little CD together back then. I think it cost three hundred dollars to press up a thousand CDs. Damn, that was a good deal. Yeah, yeah, I'm selling $10 a piece. You do the math. I slowed down from doing whatever I was doing uh, just because I read my, the music started really paying me. I I love the hustle. The hands-on money was really being more, it started making more sense to me because I put my life on the line for less, lesser. So that's where the hustle came in and just starting to understand the whole independent game and, and, you know, really pushing myself to get to where I'm at. And like I say, that led back to me coming with cash money. Uh, but it didn't work out. And I actually was with Juvenile when I ran into 50 and started my, my situation with G. And you dig what I'm saying? How crazy was that to be the only dude from the South in a group with
4: some dudes from New, New York?
3: York? That shit was it is it, it's, it's crazy experience just to be honest with you it was one of those things where I felt like uh never felt like I had nothing to prove, but I always done felt like I gotta hold my own and I'm not just doing it for me but I'm doing it for the South. you get right. what I'm saying what I come from and uh you know it was almost like this was competitive that we have created amongst each other you understand, and everybody wanted to kind of outdo each other, but in a good way, on the records. So, you know, in that era, in that time, the energy was in a different place of of music in itself. Let me ask you this. Like, you was coming up in a time where the perception was dudes dudes from the South weren't lyrical or couldn't rap. Facts. And you had really had to face that as like an uphill, like an obstacle effect. in the game as a rapper from the South. That was the number one Big criticism effect. that they tried to throw. And like you always been a lyrical dude mm-hmm. who went out the way to say some shit. Like, do you still feel like they're sleeping on the, on the South lyricism at that time up until now or what? I think a lot of the, I think a lot of the youngsters now has adapted uh a lot of other things than just the lyricism, uh, far as from the south, you know, we, we we dress we dress the way we dress, you know what I'm saying. We shine the way we shine. Uh, for me, in that time, it wasn't about the uh, other things that now put you in front of this camera and, and, and you can kind of blow up. Uh, other than actually being able to have bars, you dig what I'm saying, and I felt like. Uh, it was a point of time where we didn't get that, that burn, that play from the East Coast that we really deserve as artists. Pimp C used to be very, very outspoken on that situation. Oh, yeah. Rest Country in, rap tune. Yeah, big facts. Rest in peace to Pimp. He's one of the first ones that I, that I met as well as a youngster. Uh, trying to get my ass on. You know? Nigga, your childhood was better. Uh, man. Than uh, nigga had a mad game, rap game. Grew up I'm uh, fifteen, uh, jump off the bus with cash money. Pimp C pumping gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nigga, what the fuck you doing on that tour bus, <laughs> man? Like, you out here fucking with the rap game, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because uh, rest in peace to my partner Biz, man. He's no longer living. Um, he 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 took me to Pimp C house. And I was, honestly, it's crazy you say that, because I was around 15 and 16 years old. And he brought me to pimp, you know, even while I was still amongst cash money, but we were still kind of moving around and just, you know, filling this rap shit out, period. And when he brought me to pimp, pimp said something to me that stuck with me and still stick with me through my whole life and career. And then... uh. Pim said, I can't ask no nigga to starve, biz. And that right there was one of the realest things. At the time, I was kind of like, what What do you mean he can't ask me to starve? And then he told me, you know what I mean? He was like, you dope. You're going you gonna to get the way you got to go. I just would be asking you to starve because we're dealing with our own situation right now. At the time, they was going jive. to do shit with Jive and shit, you know what I'm saying? So that led me to, you know what I'm saying, respecting him enough to to, to 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 know that he didn't he didn't take advantage of being, me being young and naive to the game and yeah. and just run me down the loop. He gave me real game. That shit right there made me,
4: you know. AT and T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT and T.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver.
2: I'm very jealous (laughs) of your generation that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Know the difference, because I ran into a lot of bullshit at the same time. Motherfucker's selling you dreams, and I was... I was a nigga that them bought some of them
4: soul dreams too. I That's did. what I was about you to know, ask you next. Crazy, because it's that nigga like would have put me. Out. <laughs> I'd have been in the bathroom with that nigga on. Man, let the little nigga come to my house. He in the bathroom. <laughs> my goddamn on <laughs> in the mirror. My- <laughs> what, what was it about you as a youngster that made these old hustling ass gangsta ass mm-hmm. niggas take you everywhere
3: and let you be a grown ass mm-hmm. nigga amongst facts. all these goddamn hustlers? Big face. I mean, um. Uh, Shit, I was one of them, too. You dig what I'm saying? And shit, I ain't looking like I was young. Eddie. I used to put it this way, man. <laughs> I look I just, like a grown mind, man. I, I look mean, like a man. Grown school, <laughs> did did full being. <laughs> like, yeah, he's
4: 12, but nigga. He's like, nigga, and everything. <laughs> you don't want no smoke with this young nigga. Trust me. <laughs> but I, Kidding <Kitty> can rap. <laughs> <laughs> and, you
3: know, man, just, you know, coming from these streets and shit like that, it's just... Niggas seen something in me, and, and that's what got me to really where I'm at now. Is is the is the hustlers, It's the is the older guys that seen more than just me being in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was in the streets, I still had these older guys that was in the streets a little bit harder than me. That didn't want me to be there. They didn't want me to go down that route. Yeah. And they knew and felt that I knew how to rap, so. You know, whatever connections or whoever they know, they was just trying to give me something different, and the shit ended up paying off to what it is now. You know.
4: So, at what moment, going through all of that that you just went through, at what moment did you feel like I'm here? I finally got here. I did it.
3: Oh man, when I when I w- when when 50 gave me my opportunity of of being amongst G Unit, you know. Uh, the first time I honestly, truly felt it was when I had got that call from Shaw Money at, at that time and he was like, yo, uh, 50 wanna put the the um, Bloodhound record on this, on this Get Rich and Die Trying' album. That was a record I already had. You understand what I'm saying? 50 basically got that record, uh, kept my verse on it, you know what I mean? and uh put him a couple verses and shit on the record, sung the hook that was already there, and put me on the album. But when Shaw Money was like, yo, nigga, M loves the record, and he mixing it. I said, who? All right. That nigga was like, M loves the record. M, M actually mixed Bloodhound. And I, that moment right there, like I say, M was the... Fucking like he is now, you know, one of the gigantics into this shit, and uh, I knew then that, yeah, I'm finna go, I'm finna, I'm finna make the best out of it. I think the icing on the cake out of all of that shit was when we, when I, when I got that plane ticket to come to L. A. and record, you know. And uh, I happened to be in a studio recording in L.A. The first time that me and 59 had basically got in the studio to record, uh, we started immediately on the G-Unit project. And one of the first songs we created was G'd Up. And that track was produced by, by Dr. Dre. So it was like I was in the booth doing my shit. And I was, you know, thinking of some shit to say. And then I heard my okay. fucker was like, Yo, say it like this. And I was one of them niggas like, nigga don't tell me how to say nothing. Like I'm saying it, how i and right this, i was nine, nigga.
4: I'll <laughs> <laughs> be <laughs> <laughs> So that so, Who was that? You feel know what I'm
3: saying? But <laughs> well, when I looked up at nigga Dr. Dre was leaned over the big-ass board, looking at a nigga directly. I'm shit, man, how you want me to say it, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> i about, I don't know what you say. <laughs> How you want me to say it, bro? Like, but yeah, bro, to, to actually uh, be in that circle with Dre and Em, you know, it's, it's just shit that I cherish to this very day. Like, um, you know, that was that I, I've arrived feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is, it so
4: is. when So when you started recording, you know what I mean, Welcome to Cashville... Like, and that, you know, I'm not just saying it's you here, that's personally my favorite Facts. solo record of all of the G units. Like, it was you and Lloyd Banks, but then, you know what I mean, as I listen to it now, I identify more with that record, you know Facts. what I mean? So, when you started to record that, was that your first time ever going in and saying, I'm recording a, a record that's mine? Facts. Um, it's crazy
3: because the my process of making that record was different than what was going on through G-Unit at that time. You know, going off into my solo, I had already seen the processes of how 50 created the the, 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 the Get Rich or Die Train, the Beg for Mercy, and then here comes the solo pause. And I, I just said, I'm going to do something that everybody else wasn't doing. So I told Sha to start giving me my music on a CD without me knowing who the producers was. I want to pick the music for the music instead of actually picking the producers f- from the name. You know what I'm saying? Like, And uh, that right there was one of the methods that, you know what I'm saying, I still kind of follow today. Of course, we ain't got CDs, but what I... I was what about I, to say, I, that I, that is, what, what I got from that, though, was the fact of when I created Straight Out of Cashville, I had no idea who the actual producers was of the record. So once I made, you know, when I'm getting to the end of this tape, I started going and seeing who produced this, who produced that, and, and things like that, and realized I just created a whole project with pretty much guys that didn't have a big name. Hmm. You understand? So I put a lot of and gave a lot of producers that was trying to be heard a shot by just having that method, as well as kept my goddamn budget low. You feel what I'm saying, and uh, created one of the most uh, low low budgeted records that was that was done in G Unit period. In the sense, uh, I was able to recoup off of that whole album in the first two weeks. You did what I'm saying straight up. You got drama boy. I'm about to say. Speaking
4: of producers. Speaking of producers. Speaking producers. We got one of the coldest producers, nigga. That you know, what I mean, I mean, some of the best beats that you ever gonna hear. Like and for bro, me. Bro, you? Oh, oh Just, just drop, drop a few. For those bro. who don't know, give a couple. Bro, this is the, the words internet. That, that bro. Everybody will know.
3: Everybody be knowing, but they don't be knowing till you tell them.
4: What's in my pocket, dog? Big face on this. Better, better stop playing with me, man. <laughs> I'm ride right around, I'm getting. I'm, I'm right, round, round, I'm riding round, right, I'm get Smoking it. on you know the city. I put my on my so seat no too. Stomach. You know what I'm
3: saying? You gotta know that. You know what I'm saying? You can look at my dad. I man. put on when you like to, You can look at my dad winning when whenever. You know what I'm saying? No love. Obviously I seen a nigga Minaj. I mean shawty. Keep on T-Pain, you know what I'm saying? We coming to the game. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no hands. Whoa.
4: You know not the what
3: way saying? you do it. You, you, like it when she do it, you know? got classic know. records. Drum we popping. On front. You know what I'm saying? Birdman, man. That jump
4: went uh, platinum. You know what I'm saying? Bird, man. We popping. NBA young boy. Yeah.
3: Are you definitely yeah. buying fucking you know the rest of I everything? I mean, it's, you <laughs> know what I'm
4: saying? First
3: record ever coming up with Gotti. You know what I'm saying? Come on. I, well, I did uh, four records on the life album. Then we follow up back to the basics with uh when you see me shot up, pop your collar,
4: then you holler. That's, That's what what's up. up. What else, Been man? a long time coming, a lot of dope running, you know a trying to dodge the case. That's your boy, your guy. That yeah, shit yeah. in the Tennessee Avenue. Yeah, yeah. yeah, come Africa. on. That's
3: all my mama. Go back to the basics.
4: This the intro to my life. Intro to my world. Hey, Chris. The pops moving and the white girl. Hold on, give me a bottle, man. The nigga get to stand on the goddamn couch. My Glock stayed rocks hit a matchbox. That nigga went what? right Frank, on that nigga,
3: and you was Straight in your up. bag too. nigga. Oh man, young nigga, I would, I would like, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying. When I
4: bumped into the it for the first time, I'm probably like 17. Boy, y'all niggas, niggas is just made Niggas, just niggas, wait, niggas if You failure. You ain't failure. You a sellier, niggas, dead by the time You a failure.
5: You a failure. You a failure. You
4: a failure. a failure. You a to have niggas <laughs> <7-10 laughs> Then 17, I jumped off
5: the boat to yeah. Man, we was shit in
4: You niggas was elementary school with Lamborghinis and shit. I had a bike, nigga. I had a work hard. Y'all niggas That's the house outside.
3: Man, look, when I'm telling you I came up on the R.I.P. and St. Wayne, you gotta understand, my brother fourteen years older than me. So a nigga who cut her, chopped her, you know what I'm saying? Got all the chicks, you know what I'm saying? You got the wits, got the clothes. I'm wearing Big Brother. This the first nigga I want to be like, walk like, talk like, all that. You know what I'm saying? And it's a cheat code because he doing beats for Tila. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'll I, 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 I say, bro, I got some shit too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Anze, a real boy. You know what I'm saying? Managed bond and B. You know what I'm saying? Do a lot of things with TMT. Man, he was the manager for Tila. So he's like, man, come on, man, play something. You know what I mean? I ended up playing five beats, end up with three beats on t Lab. Oh. So because my brother getting 2,500 to beat, I get 2,500 to beat. That's 7,500, three beats. I did Tennessee, we wanging, and, uh, man, it was, it was uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, 23s, we keep it clean, man. Tennessee, mm-hmm. in the land of goody, goody, Tennessee. Umbrella. That's me on the hook. I'm fucking 17, 18, on, you know what I'm saying? This is my first song on the radio, so that shit took off. We had the Tennessee Titans, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And, and my, I put Gotti, Gangsta Boo, Criminal Man, Teela. I don't want your haystack.
4: Criminal man. You know
3: what I'm saying? Bro, I don't want your haystack, bro. Man. Man. You know <laughs> bro hey, haystack, bro. Come one on. of the most slept on rappers in the whole... Side. Now man, come true. Side.
4: Come on. Come man, that, 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 nigga Tennessee, ain't stacked, that Tennessee connection, you know what I mean? Like, you coming Run, from Nashville or you coming from Memphis, like, y'all Tennessee got a strong culture, man. Even to this day, some of the hottest young niggas, Pooh Shiesty, you know what I mean, out oh, of yeah. Memphis, you know what I mean? They right. sent me my herbs. My oh, ass yeah. 70, I woke up with yeah. 70 in my herbs. Yeah. And you know what? I'm cool
3: with his daddy, like, you know what I'm saying? You know what, <laughs> what <laughs> I'm saying? I'm going to be all the way silent with y'all. Like, I give a lot of credit when it comes to because. I'm from Nashville, Nashville, and he's from Memphis. We're three hours away. Right. And it's always, and it, it used to be and probably here and there, where there was this separation between the two cities. Okay? We didn't really just get along like that. It was one of those things I think was breaded from the penitentiary.
4: It's everywhere every yeah. city like, like that's the same like way everywhere you go. Niggas, it's like DC and n- Baltimore niggas. Niggas that like, call them country.
3: We niggas. call them niggas country type shit. You yeah, think right, we right. all country. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. the nigga who I, I, one of the records that really broke the mold in in in, in, in kind of bringing us together was uh, the State fly record that me uh A Ball and MJG Juicy J and DJ yeah. Paul did that's why I, yeah. that, that record was bigger than what people know because it was the first time where we had you know, somebody from my I, I, from Nashville
4: from, from and Memphis and yeah. Memphis together. Yeah, you came right up wow. on that being right. a nigga, yeah. too. You like,
3: them niggas just might let me smoke for free. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> now we know why. Yeah. They can plug all hey, the way in already. Then we been waiting wait on Ball right. and G and 3 to get together. <laughs> right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because right. Memphis, the, the city they love to hate, quote, unquote. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, I always try to bring that unification in. You know what I mean? Like, let
4: me mix this shit up. Let me bring... Like, you see what Atlanta doing? Like, you know yeah. what I'm mean? saying? I just I always look at Atlanta like, damn, they got this shit down, pack how they blend and merge and make this shit
3: everybody eat. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So I, I, I just implemented that, even with Welcome to My City, coming out with... Came, came up with Dolph. I mean, came up with Gotti, but still introducing Dolph. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and just... Man, it it's crazy. Go, working with Jeezy, working with Gucci. I first heard you that, you know, that. you on? You on with? plus. Nigga, Hold up, bro. Food. I heard Buck online telling the craziest story about how DJ Paul sent Project Pat to pick you up, man. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. That's nasty. Bro, yeah, going yeah, to get yeah. to these. Yeah. We got a lot of shit <laughs> yeah, to do. No, right, Welcome right. back to the 85 yeah. South show. Look, Yeah. yeah where you been or where you at in life but right now we talking some real motherfucking pimp shit rap shit Tennessee Titans over here man man. that's what we got up in the building with us today we got young buck drunk boy yeah man and we we really just running it down but I, I gotta hear this story in person man you said DJ Paul said Project Pat to pick you up yeah man from where
4: the Pride nigga.
3: <laughs> That's the only person they could sit We at
4: In the project yeah. Hey <laughs> 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 Project back in right quick Which one? <laughs> <laughs> you know I got you did. Did.
5: <laughs>
3: But you know what's crazy The nigga that he was riding with that nigga Name was Lil Buck And then he was a little nigga it was, His name was Lil Buck and it's crazy about how that situation happened because I was actually with Baby when I met DJ Paul. I was on a, I think we was on some type of tour at the time and we was coming through Memphis and Baby was like, yo, nigga, this is what I got coming. You dig what I'm saying? And Buck come in and spit something for these niggas. And uh, I ended up spitting and Paul was like, nigga, you from, the, you from Tennessee, nigga? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, now I'm from Cadville, but I was a youngster. So, you know, uh, when my situation was, like I say, I was kind of moving around. One day uh I had I had got a call because I had kept in touch with Paul and he was like, um, uh, man, I'm I, I, I need you on this record. And I'm like, what? He was like, man, I'm uh Pat, Pat finna come pick you up. And that's like three and a half hours away. I'm like, he's like, where you want me to tell him to come? I said, tell that nigga to meet me at the Burger King parking lot across from Joe Johnson. And and, uh, hell yeah, he pulled up in a black navigator, man. Pat was, of course, big as fuck at that time. And it was like, man, I rode back to fucking Memphis with this nigga. The, and it, like I said it was one of the dopest experiences
4: as a youngster and that nigga, I had you imagine riding ride back with Project Pat? hell yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> nigga see some shit cause he, he was probably fresh down so the head. Head. all yeah. the truth yeah. ain't no license in the car <laughs> don't know son- who's something in the back right? <laughs> <laughs> but if you look in the car so you know oh, I got a strap yeah. like, you know what Hold on the I get behind me man. You no know smashing out throw <laughs> the little boy out the window I don't know who asked him out yeah <laughs> I'm not a little boy driving because I'm shooting out the window, bro. I don't know who I done hit, but I didn't know I killed the hole. Yeah. <laughs> then at the end, as always, then we made it safely with the project in the hey, back. Hey, one thing. <laughs> <gonna make it laughs> <the project. laughs> he's
3: going to have Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make hey, back to the stand
4: spot to the yeah. loop.
3: Yeah. That, that's the best thing you like about rappers, bro, when they tell stories. Project Man, them, one the them your favorite out. rappers when you listen to this shit pay attention to this shit bro I guarantee your favorite rapper he tell you a story nigga but N- I end up I end up dropping a record from that though he came and got me out. a lot of people don't know I was on the the uh, hypnotized Pisces song it was like 20 niggas on the goddamn song but he Paul heard something from when he had heard me rap for him ended up giving me opportunity sent the nigga Pat to pick <laughs> me up and We've been locked in ever since, bro, to be solid with you. You did he one of them ones that's always done had my back like drummer. You know, through my ups and downs and shit like that, bro, and all these different things I done been through in the game. You know, them two are the ones that that's always gave me that motivation. Like, you got to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to keep doing this shit. Is yeah, that what he making history moving? right now, bro. He just, he got breakfast with Gucci and Jeezy. And that, out of all the versus battles that done happened, I feel like that one was the most impactful. Prolific, yeah. yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, it right. finally
4: got so icy. To Before, see it perform. Man, I never thought like, that would happen. Man, yeah, For real. And- now, now, being as though you, both of y'all, for, this, for that matter, you done got so much rich history with so many artists. Was there any point where you realized you were one of the people that you grew up being around for artists? Like, did you ever have that moment where somebody came and saw you and was like, oh, shit, young Buck, and you ended up helping them and giving them the same game that a lot of these guys gave you? Big facts, man.
3: I, I've, I've watched this shit happen, uh, you know, with me and numerous artists, man, the, um I love seeing little 42 Doug do his thing, me and his father, <clears throat> you know, come up in the streets together. And, and uh, you know, I remember 42, just being really in the streets and really, really trying to find a way. You know what I'm saying? And I never could pre- present no kind of opportunity to him but for me being and going okay. through my own thing. But I watched him and I would tell him, you know, you got this shit, you gonna do your shit. You know what I mean? Just stay down, just keep pushing. And to watch him, you know, walking to get his situation with uh with uh Got uh, <clears throat> it. Uh, even with Young Dolphin, his his producer, band play, I, I gave him, you know, his push to the game in a sense by just giving him that opportunity to rap on his tracks. You know, I was going through so many different situations where he was a youngster that was like almost understood the fact of you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. So it was like, I'm rapping on your music. And I used to always tell him, you know, if, if, if opportunity presents itself, take advantage of it. I'm trying to get myself through these contract issues and things like that. And now he's producing, you know, multiple hits for, for, for Young Duff, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I can go on for days, bro. It's just like, I've always been one of them ones that, that's never been stingy. With giving the knowledge, I don't call it game because games is meant to be played. I give them a for the true, honest knowledge of of what I've learned and uh, try to give a person an honest opinion. You understand to whatever they looking to do, whether if, <clears throat> whether it's something that I like or don't. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. You know, I just try to keep it as solid as possible. You know, with with these dudes because uh. And, 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 and keep it where, you know, the same some of the same people you see going up, man, you don't do this shit right. You'll see them same people on your way down. So I try to not burn no bridges and shit with niggas and shit and keep it solid. But the way this game is kind of built, you know, you have a lot of times a lot of people uh, get in positions of power and they tend to either forget or don't acknowledge what got them there. So I just try to stay, you know, as humble and just stay as focused as possible. And that's what I would encourage a lot of these dudes that, that that's come from nothing to something. And, and get in positions of power, you know, just, you know, take your blessing and, and for what it really is. is a blessing, you know, to, 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 to go from point A to point B or finally get the way you're trying to go. But just don't take
4: it for granted. Yeah, you know hell know yeah. We see that shit, shit way
3: too much. take this shit for granted. And, you
4: know, through all the downs that you went through, though, you were just speaking on that. What kept, what kept the game from souring for for you? You know, what I mean, like, because through all that you did been through that the public didn't see you go hey. through, let alone what you didn't been through that you ain't hey. and don't nobody know about. What kept you still saying fuck that shit? Yeah, my children. You know what I mean?
3: My children. You know what I'm saying is my, my my motivation. I got uh good solid brothers like drummer, you know what I'm saying? Individuals like, you know, this that, that, that know who I really am. Outside of some of the shit that get pushed in the public or have been pushed in the public. And uh, I find myself at one point in time trying to fight public opinion with a lot of bullshit and had to just realize I'm never gonna win that battle. So I'm type of nigga where well with a lot of this shit, you know, I've never had nothing to prove. What you see is what you get. Who I really am is who I really am. But I've been in front of a lot of shit that's been tangled and twisted, and uh, I try to be the one to untwist the shit because I stand for something. And I realize, man, I can't. It's never gonna work that way. So honestly, letting go and let God in my situation has got me, you know, where I'm at outside of just having damn good music, quality street music consistently, you know, uh, it's always, I've always felt like I haven't got my just due. You know, um, <clears throat> I haven't truly felt like I've got my just due as a, as a solo artist. I've been blessed to have a, 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 a platinum album. You understand what I'm saying? And, you know, platinum albums by being amongst the group. But uh, me as an artist, I still got so much more to offer. I always look to rap is almost a stepping stone to get off in the shit that I like to do or want to do movies and different things like that. So it's just so much more in the game that I got to give. Need you know, a cookbook, man. Straight up. <laughs> Audio cookbook. Right. Audio and cookbook. It is, it's a fucking young book. Think. Two motherfucking eggs with your hard head, man. Skillet,
4: right. you don't listen to shit nobody tell <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me produce it. I got to. Speaking of what you just said about public perception, rest in peace. Of Nip, I heard a Nip quote where he said, Would you, you know, he read something that said, Would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world, or at peace with yourself and at war with the world? Big fact. So, you know, what I mean, I think that's something Big that fact. you know people need to listen to because from somebody like you who went through so much bullshit publicly, exactly. you know what I mean? You pick whichever situation you want to say, you know what I mean? You knowing who you are and, and being content in that is something that you need to fight because now public perception is different than it's ever been. When you first got in the game, niggas said something <clears throat> about you. It might take you a couple of days or weeks for you to even hear what a motherfucker said. Now, every time you pick up your phone and, it's right you, you know, it's right there in front of, in front to of to you, you know see see what I mean?
3: And it's a read or somebody with the same bullshit, I mean, like I say, man, I, I, I know who I am. And I also know I'm not perfect, but I've learned that I put myself in certain positions to have to deal with a lot of bullshit. So I've just learned how to uh, kind of channel, channel and, and figure out on um, correcting my wrongs versus trying to figure out how to correct y'all. So you dig what I'm saying, or whoever feel you know, it's any kind of wrongs. I'd rather focus on self and see what the fuck I did or what I'm doing wrong. People gonna say and do whatever the fuck they want to. Period. Everybody ain't meant to like you. So I don't want to be liked by all you motherfuckers anyway. The (laughs) hate, I need some of the hate. The hate Uh is like fuel to my fire anyway. So I just learned to, uh, like I say, uh, focus on room. doing what I got to fucking do and, and, and turn a lot of the negative, uh, and make it work for myself. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times I've realized, you know, it's a problem when they're not talking about you. You know, one of the things that I, I will say that uh, this project that me and Drummer Boy got out right now, Back On My Buckshit Volume 3, Um it's a little bit more than just a solid project. We, we we you know, charted at number six. You dig what I'm saying through our iTunes and the steady more rising and going and all of that good stuff. But one thing Drummer told me about this this tape in regards to all of the bullshit that, like you said, I've had to, you know, endure and go through. He said, Buck, man, you know, this is kind of more than just just a fucking solid ass tape we showing niggas brotherhood you know we bringing that brotherhood back to things you know what i'm saying because you know when it's really your brother you dig what i'm saying whether he's up or down bro you supposed to be your brother exactly. dig what i'm saying exactly. and uh that's that's one of the things that stick to me in regards to what you're getting when you get me and Drama Boy, you know what I'm saying? Together. It's not just about him being a dope ass producer, me being a dope ass rapper. It's just more to it when you got real life shit that come along with me. Right. And shit like that, that that you getting to hear from this latest project that we just dropped. Drama Boy, what was your what was your process putting this putting it together? I just got the phone call, like, you know what I mean? Like, what you doing, nigga? Like, you said, nigga cooking heat. You know what I mean? i will just So if a nigga just randomly shit. called you, uh, you would just be nah, making Brother it. shit. Yeah, like, you know what Hold I mean? like, like, even when. The <laughs> <like, laughs> man just over here making some of the best shit if, ever. If, if, if the phone ring, like, you know, if, you know, I ain't even anytime 615 called me, and ain't too many people calling me from 615, to be honest with you. It was a new number. And I ain't, I knew, I knew at some point bro was gonna call me. Right. Through through everything that was going on, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, shit, I seen 615 just picked that motherfucker up. I knew it was that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Pick up the phone, shit, what you doing nigga? Man, cooking up, what's up nigga, you good? You ready to shake that shit off? You know what I mean? Like I'm a uplifter, bro. I'm I'm a, I'm a big brother. I work at the YMCA. I'm from the volunteer state. Yeah. These yeah. niggas yeah. is just topping You know, know what I mean? When I, 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 I was I, cause
4: 15, cause I started a Goodwill <laughs> chapter. <champion. laughs> <laughs> good. We had the yeah. bike buyback hey. program. Hey. Hey. We was buying back bikes from children in the community, so they'll have a sense of self worth to know what it's like to sell
3: something for cash. Exactly. My my grandfather was a principal. You know what I'm bye, bye, bye. So it, it was like a lot of shit that I learned from him on like just how to be therapeutic and and help people figure out what the fuck they got going on. What what what? Because you know what I'm saying. Sometimes it can be a lot of shit going on. Hell yeah! You're not just producing so, music; so, you're producing yeah, life. It, yeah, it takes something to produce
4: yeah. that to be able to. Absolutely. You know what I mean, real so life Like
3: like first thing I'm gonna do is listen to your music. I right, bet what you got, what you been recording. He played me some records. He got down, been doing in Nashville. Woo, 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 just so I can see where nigga mine at. You know what I'm saying? We we see what the story is. So what? How we gonna how we going how we gonna tell that motherfucker? Yeah, and. Him, he picky as a motherfucker on beat, so you got to come with. He want straight, trap, hard shit. Did you know that he thought you were picky? I didn't. No, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I didn't. I
5: didn't. I I picky. I for real. Give me my no, no, life, nigga. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: you <know laughs> give the knife. Oh, I it, huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, nigga, he want no. the knife. No, don't give it to him. But that's what you want, bro. Like, like Jeezy, Tilt, yeah. shit, they specific. G, you know, Drake, shit. A lot of niggas that I don't work with, they was very specific on what they want. They they feel a certain type of way. You see know what I'm saying? If you yeah. angry, if you mad at the world, you you da 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 da, bro. You want some shit that matches how you feel. You ever have a gangsta nigga like, hey, bro, can you put
4: some little horns in there? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean, like when we first started, I was mad at the bitch, but I, I feel like I feel I'm like, better now. I don't, I, don't. I don't have no problem
3: catering. You know what I'm saying? Like, like at the end of the day, I, I, you got to look at it like I'm gonna work for hire. Yeah. So I I'm, I work for you. I get I dive into your world.
4: Bro, you know these new rappers be on man. pills and shit. Hey, big bro, you can put some doves in that bitch. And I'm <laughs> putting them the big on in there. Boy, I just want to hear the wings. Then shit going to sound hard as a motherfucker. Big bro, that
5: shit going to sound crazy. Put
4: them put the gold <laughs> wings in that
5: bitch.
4: Hey. That's cool. I'm finna going back in the booth.
3: Shoot <laughs> that nigga in. Put, put them wings up. <laughs> and then he said, I don't want to hear the bird, I just want to hear <laughs> we did that. Hey, we did that. with uh, I forget the name of the song, but we did that with Gucci. For real. I remember uh it was one of the Ferrari boy songs. We put the chicken talk the or some shit. Yeah, one of them. motherfuckers that's yeah. hard. you <laughs> Y'all brought the real party in that motherfucker. Hell yeah, got the live. Shit. Had to loop it. Nah, man. Honestly though, the process. Uh, especially with creating back on my books, shit, I give Drum a lot of credit. I tell him, man, you should be Drummer Boy, aka the Conductor, because he's one of them niggas where, you know, I may have an idea in my head from when I'm listening to the beat. Yeah, and he make that shit from the future. Facts. Like so listen I, to that shit that he was naming that he did. Like
0: that's that shit, that, that, shit down that, down that don't never hit. get old. That's Big that facts. real. Even the nigga make Big music standing no Yeah. yeah. Right. So
3: I tell this nigga. Dang. And that's dope. You slip that with it, nigga. You that's feel me? Because it, mm-hmm. it just told me
5: something. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm.
4: they standing ovation. Yeah, dude, no, no. yeah, nigga had to tell him that shit. Hey, 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 hey. Put some claps in that motherfucker, nigga. Not regular claps. I want <laughs> nah. graduation claps, nigga. Hey, hey real quick, though. No, <laughs> that's bro. another dude I was talking about picky.
2: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts Apple Podcasts,
3: or wherever you get your podcasts. Bro, the night before Jeezy turning in, Motivation 101. Trap Motivation 101. I'm turning in. He, he he calling the shit out of me. Bro, what we gonna do with this beat? What we gonna do with this beat? I had sold the original beat to Standing Ovation six months prior. You know what I'm saying? So I got down, took one version. I stay in Stone Mountain. I'm driving the patchwork. You know what I mean? A little 40, 30-minute drive. Pull up with the first verse, I got to redo the beat. He sent me, the, he said, you got to come get the Acapulco. So I redo the shit, go back. He ain't fuck with the first verse. You know what I'm saying? So I got to drive back, Stone Mountain, redo another beat, pull up with the second verse. <sighs> that ain't that, it. It's, that's close. So on the way back, nigga, I listened to the whole trap of that Shit. And I noticed that in every goddamn beat, he had horns in that mark. So I was like, all oh, right, bet that's the first sound that I goddamn did. And I came with the horns, put the claps in them motherfuckers. That shit sounded good with the, hey. Yeah. Uh, Jeezy, I, you know I know you're saying? the snowman. And and bro, you going to have the gas, back, man. I I came came back, man. I came back. I came back to pest work. It was about six in the morning. Leslie wrapping up the uh, uh, last mix. Coach K in there. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, that was literally the first time I heard Jeezy say, ha ha! Before the Adlib <laughs> ever even came out. <laughs> Swear to God, you know what I'm saying? And that, that was my first platinum plaque.
4: Damn, that's a little earth. Let's the listen go. in that motherfucking
3: story is so deep, dig- I told you this nigga make never give I do, man. Like, even like I was I was saying, I process, bro, I'll, I'll have something going on in my head and I just done learned that, you know, whatever it is that I'm hearing. Drummer what you hit at this beat. And he'll give you a fucking melody or something that you just wasn't, it, it just wasn't yeah, there. I love So I'll be shit, like, man. damn. You know, what if I put this with what I'm already thinking too? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how a lot of it get created. I just like to hear his input uh outside of just making the beat, because, you know, motherfucker be having these different melodies and shit as producers and shit. Going through their heads, and, and sometimes the melodies be totally different from where I'm going at, yeah. and I've been able to implement a lot of it into what I'm doing too. So that's, and that's so where major, the whole collaboration man. part right. come in. There is like. That's, like you said, you're good at what you're doing. He's great. You know, y'all both great in y'all own mediums. But it's like, when y'all coming together, that's where the creativity flows. It ain't just, send me the beat, I rap on the bitch, and now we got a song. It's like, you got to collaborate and say, like, nigga, what you feel like? Oh, nigga, need them dubs. Hold on.
4: Yeah, right. <laughs> And that's literally what we do. You know, that's what we've been doing from the gate. Like, well, when we came in the game, like, it was, you know, a lot of people hadn't seen Two people do the shit that we've done. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then. Doing this with three of us, you know that's what I'm saying, true. and so. being on stage is never rehearsed. It's just we get on stage and we just and collaborate and yeah. collaborate yeah. and, yeah. like right. and put yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. the music on the know what i mean? That's so, crazy. It's just like, like, like you said, melody is something I love. I love melody, man. That's one of my big thing. I'm a music connoisseur, but Bro. melody is something that's major, like, and that's so sure they want to ride with me. That type of shit, you know <laughs> what I mean? And that's why, like, 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 for example, Young Thug is one of my favorite artists. Just I think that nigga one of the He's incredible, in my the nigga. Just because of the sounds of that nigga yeah, It's like, what the it's that nigga is dope. You know what I mean? To be able to do that, right. it's like, and then to do that on your own is one. But to be able to collaborate with somebody else who has a whole nother pocket of whatever they thinking about, and you be right. able to bring it together, that's right. when you make some dope shit. Man, put them wings on that bitch, man, yeah, make yeah. you fly away. Um, you know what I mean? Put them hocks in them off for, um, the for real. <laughs> so, Wait. so like you would. After this project, now that you done, done that, do you still have the desire to, like you said, you feel like you ain't got your just due? Do you still want that, that superstardom? Like, Hell yeah,
3: man! This shit, you know, my fire has never burnt out. You know, it might have went low, but it's never burnt the fuck out. This shit lit me up to the point where I, I feel better. I feel like I'm grown even better than I was even in my in my G unit years. You dig what I'm saying? Which was my younger years. I don't see no fucking retiring and all that shit for me no time soon. Don't retire. Fuck that. that They always want the rappers to retire, nigga. Mick Jagger, 97 years old. still on stage. say
4: I'm on everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) your boy. (laughs) It's your boy. Hey, I'm glad I'm doing oh, it like man. that. You still here? Everybody, put your hands in the air. Put your titties out. Do you remember this song? Because I can't fucking remember it. You did. We the only. and I hate that about hip hop. And you song. remember the words, sing them. I play the song. You know what I mean? I hate Come that on, about hip hop. We the only Thanks. as big as the it's genre is. It's more grown is. niggas than young niggas. Yeah, Thanks. and it's like as big as the genre is. It's like it's always like, oh, that nigga older. He washed up. But any other genre of music, you see... The country artists, the motherfuckers be performing for 50 years, you know what I mean? And selling out crowds, and it's still, it's space for that for hip hop because we create the music that creates the, the climate of the world. So it's like we, but I think we do it to ourselves as connoisseurs where we just Be automatically fair. say, oh, young buck, oh, that nigga will wear G-Unit. That shit ain't cool no more. Okay. Yes, it is. Motherfucker, take a listen. You Be know fair. what I mean? It's still something there that you can gain Fucking from where right. nigga's at. every job experience. site
3: in the world got at least one nigga who still wear G-Unit jeans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a nigga who got up this morning and wore some G.U.A. jeans. Oh, and it's a jeans. nigga right
4: now with one of them tank tops work. on right yeah, now. Boy, they tank <laughs> top hey, he top took top. it off for some bitches. That tank top. top was a motherfucker, <laughs> bro. They 50 I would <laughs> <in that laughs> <you motherfucking laughs> not put that motherfucker in tank top right I next I, yeah, to I, the red. I ain't never
3: seen a U-net. I would not wearing the tank top. That tank top was strictly for 50. Nobody else. That nigga's like, he made that tank top just for him, bro. It was a U-net. Nigga, we had the V-net.
4: It came with the U-net tank. 50 top, you feel me? That's, some, a 50 shit, tank, you that's some shit that I can proudly say I never owned. Yeah. I, <laughs> Big I was, that, yeah. Nah. that shit looked like a field goal post to me when you yeah. looked at a nigga when, yeah, when I like, different right there. I just didn't
3: fuck with it. I didn't yeah, fuck with the tank like top. You feel <laughs> me? Yeah, that
4: shit was just straight up
3: Straight out of skin graft.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm wearing like your compression shirt.
3: Oh shit. Yo, hey, Yo, that <laughs> nigga's crazy. Hey man. But First the sneakers <laughs> though, nigga. I ain't gonna well, no front. Them ain't the G on the, on the sneakers, know. I fuck with the sneakers crazy, bro. I remember one time man, 50 took the deal from us, man. Like. It was like uh, we, we had got like a quarter million for, to, to for out of Reebok in regards to me and the other uh, other members of the group. Um, 50 basically put us in the mix. It was his sneaker deal, but he worked his hand to kind of get us a situation out of it. Where, but the problem was that 50 wanted us to wear
4: these motherfuckers. I about to say, y'all wasn't wearing them, nigga. He say- I wasn't wearing them They don't know. Say, no, no. Niggas we'll the was wearing them on that one. Chico we was <laughs> niggas wearing them Motherfuckers wear them. I wear them every goddamn thing Man that uh, nigga gotta go To the bathroom and these right. niggas niggas With these motherfuckers Take fucking... a shower With these motherfuckers With these fucking If you never wear the tank top Nigga you better wear The shoes That's goddamn thing Let me look at the camera Reebok for $250,000 I will throw away All my other shoes Amen hey, Give us the $85 Watch how we make making them Motherfuckers I ain't never Taking them away Shit else You must Bad Okay, yo, I put some hard bottoms on them bitches and wham, the church. They do niggas fucking every day. see
3: a nigga with another pair of shoes <laughs> on, man, and just... Mad for no fucking reason. No, bro. that's a
4: reason, bro. Dead, bro. What the fuck? You got on Jordans, my nigga. You can't even dunk. Put on the goddamn CEO. Put the What the fuck
5: is wrong with you? Wearing
4: bitches.
5: When I, take a, when, when I think about this shit. This shit cheese. don't even matter.
3: I, rich, I, I that shit. Every day. <laughs> bro, it took you this long. You was dead ass, right. Why in the fuck was I wearing them Gucci's, bro? Uh,
4: they you didn't give like, me no fucking $200. Uh, 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 yeah, it, ain't no way in the world You're you in oh. right. hey. the when
3: yeah. six to six. ain't no way yeah. in hell i got to wear them fucking shoes to church well they not <laughs> no, it hey. like hey. was going
5: to church a lot of times anyway. right. <laughs> 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 you ain't never
3: just <laughs> and nigga and was,
4: and nigga got to wear these motherfuckers we got to wear these motherfuckers everywhere I'm telling you, I'm walking out <laughs> the, on the back of them <laughs> motherfuckers out the shower. What's up, Chad? <laughs> man, my whole room yeah, got
3: married. You know what I
4: wore? 85,000,
3: hoody. I don't even yeah, take my shit off. Nigga th- working th- in
4: a hospital with them. Hey, a- nigga, if I work <laughs> at Wendy's, I'm putting the slip-resistant bottoms on my motherfucker's <laughs> <motherfucking laughs> dome. Nigga, that's it. I'm wearing nothing but the jeans. You niggas was tripping. I'm talking about the thing
3: about it is a nigga might have a mom when ain't nobody around and this nigga know a nigga ain't got a mom. Great. You yeah, feel me? Like, nigga you got nigga 20, in the house, 000. bro. Nigga in the house, bro. Just trying on shit. Oh, you ain't got them goddamn them, them G-Units on, huh? No. <laughs> man,
4: no, speaking nigga. of endorsement, let me put these backwoods right here. You dig? Nah, fuck that. I done had a clock with the man. Y'all seen that clip of Dr. Dre with all them Air Force Ones? that have been me with the G-Units, nigga. Big, That's big. it. Everywhere I go, nigga, everybody, you can't come around me if you ain't got them on, nigga.
3: Niggas we are smoking backwoods. Yeah. Change this your shoes, <laughs> but
4: yeah. nigga, you had y'all had y'all own shoe like that's a who Nah, that is bro. dream, that's nigga. To have your own shoe, that's, that's too is, good. It is a blessing. That's too good. Wait till I get mine. Oh, nigga, that, wait, listen. They give us all. we boy. I don't give a fuck what company it is, nigga. Ciccone. come on with it. <laughs> whoever. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Pony, nigga. Whoever. Who
3: else? Who got called? Who is calling people niggas? Tell them to call me. <laughs> <laughs> any, any
4: company that done got in trouble we'll For calling call niggas, niggas Papa John's if they want to fix that <laughs> Call this nigga. Hey, hey the Papa John's <laughs> nigga Hey nigga you get the pepperoni on the tongue You can take it off and put the sausage on that motherfucker Boy we'll make them bitches go Come on, man. Yeah. Tell you. But Bob. see, that's what I'm saying. Y'all. you you done lived a lot of hood dreams already, man. So I know you say you don't feel like you got your just due. Yeah. But over here, we like to let niggas know who they is just in case they might have forgotten. Nigga, Dude you thing. cold and legendary. If it was to stop the day, nigga, they got to put a statue up of you and Cashville, real real.
3: I accept that, bro. I actually know where I would want them to put that motherfucker up in, well, too.
4: Well. And the same parking lot project Pat picture. up Oh, my mama. mama. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to have
3: a. Black. Right you now, they, <laughs> they, they need <laughs> to, you're to you're put that going. motherfucker right in front of of the fucking uh. Well, we just got a, a big museum that's honoring uh all the African music and shit around throughout throughout my way. Uh, African American Museum that's big. Shout out some of the hoods in Nashville. Oh man, we got a uh, basically sides: East Side, South Side, West Side, North Side. Uh, that's that's all of them. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> it's split <laughs> out in the four you wanted. Niggas, it. north side, it's, side, it's pockets all in West.
4: between that shit, street
3: yeah. names and shit like that. But uh.
4: We fuck with Nashville Whenever we'll yeah, we come Anytime we hey, go us, that, bro, no. It don't matter How no. many shows it is They, they sell selling them every, Out, out, them, out, out. Yeah, man. many Every, every time Nashville. we come my nigga. Yeah. I don't know If it's the same people Or what yeah. Yeah. My, my last show Before, before the pandemic Was in Nashville Nigga big That big. was the last show I did March 8th 2020 Two shows on a Sunday night They sold both of Them bitches out I didn't work again In the whole 2020 yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's tough Damn. So thank you Nashville Believe it Believe
3: it You know I it's it's, it's it's a thing about where I come from, uh, Nashville, is that you know predominantly we known for country music. You yep. dig what I'm saying? And hey, uh, for real, for real. But but if you go, you know, a mile in in any direction, so many niggas, man. There you go. If you go a mile from in, any direction, northeast, south, or west, you're gonna you're gonna land in in a hood. You dig what I'm saying? And, uh, and I know there's country, one thing that that shocked them music. white people too is that niggas be going to all that country music shit and still be niggas. I don't give a fuck. We in here. Man. two of them funnel cakes. <laughs> Hell, you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> Turn their Hank Williams up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, it's just things like that that I've, I, me being, uh, basically one of the one of the the, the only artists to actually sell. A million records coming from there at this point. Uh It opened a lot of doors, but like I say, it's still a lot of a lot of doors has got to be broke down. Like I was speaking on, we got an African American museum, and we got slots of every fucking different artist, and it ain't even a fucking slot of mine. Like how y'all gonna have a fucking African American museum of music and don't even have the individual, the only individual. They come from the city
4: somebody old probably googled you you That's what, what i no that boy got in the fight down yeah, there every day every day every time <laughs> I see this motherfucker no. he's snatching somebody
3: he no, was no, down there with 50 Cent in them and then then something happened with Dr. Dre and them and we just don't want to get caught up in all that mess it's, there you go it's just the politics it's about getting some of them old motherfuckers out of there uh, it's some of these new motherfuckers it's coming do. though trust
4: yeah. and believe cause you still out here laying down a, planet, a groundwork and still laying down yo you ain't done yet you know what I'm saying and, Back still, on that book shit, yeah. You still doing it, effect. so you still laying down a foundation that that you know they gonna have to respect because you know a million and anything is 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 a lot. I don't give a fuck what you say. This so, nigga sold a million records when they cost twenty dollars. When they really, when you really had to go stand outside in and line and to get that record. Motherfuck- when they came with the book in them and you, you get to read and see the pictures and shit, that's the that's really Yeah,
3: That's credits. So man, you wonder, it produce, and you right. wonder yeah. why the fucking tour is damn are about to be almost sold the fucking out. My back on my buckshit volume, uh, well, back on my buckshit tour, it being been booked crazy. You know what I mean? To so any of the promoters that's tapped in, try to get you a date, you dig what I'm saying? We kind of really been, uh, really. This, this album this tape is just um, kind of lit that flame back up. I actually dropped a, a tape a week before Back On My Buckshit Volume 3, so I had two tapes on the charts. The other one is titled The Vaccine. You understand oh, what I'm shit. saying? The Vaccine. Oh, was, oh shit. You gotta get I it. Get it? Go, <laughs> 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 we, we just don't want to get caught up in that mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but make sure y'all go get the vaccine. I'm talking about the music. Okay, But All okay. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. You got will take this
5: shit down. You can't even exactly. say the V
3: word. You right. can't even say that. You Most better money. use virginity. I mean, yeah. <laughs> get the virginity. But yeah, bro, uh, we actually about to run <laughs> around the world on the Back of My shit tour.
4: And, Still yeah. excited. You got any Still features? Hold on. hold on. You got All any the features? Tall buses, buses and
3: shit. Yeah, man. Back on Back of My shit volume three, we got a few features on there. uh one of the one burner. of my favorite records is with Boosie. Uh, like he said, burner. Shout out to burner and shit, and all of the the and that motherfucker doing right now. Shout out to him and his brands. Sada Baby got to come through, through here. Sada You got to come through here, nigga. This Chico is the was the first nigga, nigga that uh, put me up on Sada Baby. Sada hard, oh man. yeah, oh yeah. In real life too, like I fuck with I, I fuck with T. Grizzly and Soda. We actually got a record that we have recorded uh, and put them. Both on the record, and you know for it's that shit that now shit. at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, at the time, <laughs> at the time we, time we they recorded, was... they was rocking together. It yeah. wasn't nothing that I put together, none of that. But uh yeah, man, that shit is that shit is dope. And uh shout out to Scuba Sting. Even with the way. record that Burner's on, him and Scott Storch produced it. And but that was something different for me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Drummer Boy and Scott Storch yeah, collaborating, over there with was working. just chilling out like nigga, shit. You in LA like nigga? I'm out here, nigga. I, I have been working with Scott Storch. People, everybody had seen that we were working, shit. I, like, Scott Storch just rich as a fuck,
4: like,
3: That's you know crazy. You know what <coughs> After in what he went through, Nigga still can't believe nigga right? it. And still got all the money back. That you got to be night. a bad motherfucker you to bad
4: go through that. Get all the bread back. So salute to Scott Storch. Still can't believe it. Yeah, my single with the Res Deshawn. Yeah, that's big. So I'm in At the Red, Sean York, Cole. Like three days straight, yeah. we did twelve beats. It's that just, mixtape he did work. with uh with uh Slim Duncan, still one of my favorite joints, man. That that what's the name of that song off that mixtape? All uh,
3: right, man.
4: Uh yeah, I know, man. That um, this shit crazy. My life is amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, Everything yeah, 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 putting yeah. on, yeah, you that's my shit. shit. I fuck with that. The
3: the Red's a solid dude, bro. I, I I really appreciate that boy's music as well. I tell you, one of the one of my favorites. Well, he is my favorite artist in rap, next to Tupac, and I plan on, you know, working with him. And I always got to give him his flowers every chance I get. And that's Scarface. Yeah. Now <laughs> the funeral is over,
4: and all the tears have dried up. Niggas yes. in the coop, in the back, getting fired up, ready to pull a pistol on a nigga that smoked my homie. Mm-hmm. And i for an asshole so now, your life is what you owe me. <laughs> me. My nigga. <laughs>
3: nigga. I just this feel like Face is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that nigga, this is my face favorite Scarface line. Nobody knows my name, they mm-hmm. only know my face. On <laughs> the for real of my nigga, they call me
4: Scarface. I was like, <laughs> that's your name then. <laughs> 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 but that Face is one
3: of the greatest. faces one of hell, the greatest. Especially from the ever. South, man, ever. Yeah. 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 Right. Period. Before. Us. Period. You know, I just feel like face is one of them ones that is one of our our real deal prophets, that living prophets, a poet, a poet that still. Man, good. I met this bitch one time. I had to
4: met this. I had God. to fuck this bitch one time. Right. That nigga
3: said that. Yeah. I met this bitch so
4: fine. I had to fuck this bitch one time. Come and then on. my homies, man, that my homies is one of my favorite joints. I started small time, dope gang cocaine. Then the rocks on the block, I'm never broke, man. On, man. I the got
3: a pocket full of stone. Uh, oh, man. I, UGK on. now is just like always being, uh, like I like I say, these is my <clears> roots. <throat> what kind of create what we got going on they with Buckethead. I always bring up eight ball when niggas start talking about lyricism. That, that cold south man. Come A lot on, of these man. youngsters, man, you bring up some of this shit, they like. It ain't, ain't their fault that they ain't never heard. Not it. at all. Ninety dollars. Hey, it's, it's for
4: us to educate. Man. Right. Take the time and go listen. And go listen, the to listen shit, shit, I was, shit. I'm talking about to. some shit that's that's real life. That my man, man with you forever. basement nigga. That re- I'm talking about because I'm being from the city. I'm from, from DC. We was influenced a lot by southern <clears throat> music because we <clears> throat> had <throat> go go. We had our own music. So a lot of it was influencing. You know, just the streets. That's they was talking about the shit that was going on. <clears> so throat> throat> we was little boys in the basement listening to Ghetto Dope and Scarface and UGK and all these different people. <clears throat> And you know what I mean? When I hear people say that the South mm-hmm. don't got no lyricism and they ain't got no, you, you crazy you as fuck. Crazy you ever heard stuff. these niggas on these records? Nigga, they telling real stories. So much
3: drama in a nigga life, I have to take the scenic route home and check my closet at night. <laughs> Not afraid of no, the dog. For real. Just what the dog has. Killers with their face mask trying to get my safe cash. If I catch them, should I blast nigga? Hell yeah. Cause if
4: they catch me up in they shit, I'm a dead man. This right. nigga ate all the coach. Right. And then it, like you was talking about <clears> Pimp C <throat> the way he got Murder is one of my favorite Come on, top, man. top three versus ever, nigga. The way that Burn nigga came on in. Both of them niggas went crazy. Both of them niggas went nuts. That's one of the best songs that. ever. I mean, still Pimp C bitch. So what the fuck is up putting pot on the streets like I big fucking fuck nuts up. coming back from Louisiana in a mm-hmm. Fleetwood Lack. I just heard them niggas shit to put their fingers on their back. Got the pounds on for folks because you know I just paid two. two. Nigga bought 30 from me so I am for it too. Come on. He gon' prop a 700 times, 62. 24-8 is what I get so nigga fuck what, what you do. If I told you cocaine numbers you would think <laughs> I was not. Right. Youngest niggas 22 was talking about their retirement. Man, sign this <laughs> nigga right now. <laughs> I'm, telling you, I'm telling you that. But he was talking about you nigga. Yeah. Youngest <laughs> niggas 22 talking about they retired he should have put that in the verse I know Big a nigga head. 14 with a yellow Lamborghini <laughs> <head>. <laughs>
3: Bro, you Still, like, to this day ain't heard a rapper be obliged nigga. MJG the first nigga to be obliged nigga. I'll be, be obliged, obliged if you step outside <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm not coming after (laughs) that. whatever that nigga got outside, I'm still in there. Let me show
3: you how cold MJG was. This nigga said, heat from your feet keeps me warm. What woman you know got warm feet, nigga? Not yeah. That nigga was lying so much. (laughs) (laughs) No, nigga, she might have took her socks off. No, nigga, nigga, women's feet be fresh. Fresh coming up off the socks. (laughs) Nigga said he would be obliged. You step outside. Man, I'm talking about that was real pimping, bro. Real. Looking easy, money pimping holes in style. Come on, man. Ain't that what y'all do, man? man we grew up on that, man. Same man. On, bro, right. The first Memphis song. I ever is, loved in my
4: life was the original looking for the chewing. Oh yeah. Looking for the chewing. I'm still I'm always hey, looking. Ain't about be looking for the <laughs> chewing. And that's what I be doing. Come on, bro. Oh, always, man, man. For that and ass and like, titties, the original. Skinny yeah. nigga. It's in the house.
3: It's that
4: shit. Yeah, it's that's, it's why, it's it's nigga, it's that's why, nigga, that's why it's you Pat." broken with it. North Memphis area, us out, bury It's certain niggas I'm that we th- just want to talk like to. The like, Project Pat, like, this Deezus nigga, I met Pat in the airport, man, this nigga talked for 45 minutes, standing at the luggage joint, they got both our bags just spinning around. But yeah, Pat, but shit, hey man, did that shit really happen that hot summer's night when you was kicking it with poncho, nigga? Like, it just... Those records shit. really okay. impacted me. I'm going to fuck them up.
3: up, though. Wait till you listen to Tom Ski Mask. Oh, come on.
4: You, nigga, you done put me on the Tom Ski
3: Mask. Man, dead man calling. Endo-G, nigga. <laughs> and little blunt
4: endo-G. <laughs> nigga, nigga. name is... Now, Lil when I Red
3: die, Red die, Red die. Red <laughs> I die? Remember me? Born it, born it. Now, what about what? Born to die, fresh out the womb, 1973.
4: Play yeah, oh that play nigga! Yeah. He just put out a remix of Michael Jackson. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Uh, I was yeah. yeah. to, I want to smoke some <laughs> day. Oh, that shit hard as He two <laughs> old verses. It and said, real. Okay. No one's home. I never needed loan <laughs> I'm like, this nigga <laughs> is crazy. I gotta man. go check it out. Bro, fly, bro. You gotta see, it, see this is the funniest
3: yeah, bro, yeah, bro, shit. The going to town.
4: Mega blunts. I gotta smoke. That's the old shit. But see, I think that that's one thing I don't think the South get the credit for the influence that it's always had on the sound. Big Fat always, even back then. You get it hit now, it. even when I mean Turner's now, yeah, it took over. It took yeah. over yeah. everything, South like that's why you know people like Jay Z. I you know I respect Jigga because he was one of them dudes that was the New York dudes. They had it, you know, him Noriega, mm-hmm. all them dudes that was fucking with Southern. Nori
3: always then. been on Southern. Like he always did features with Southern rappers. That's yeah. why I think that nigga don't even realize how big his fan base is in the South. The South like been that. running shit now for twenty years. It's yeah. Clo- yeah, it's close. Yeah, I know Norie for a long time as well. I met Nori. Back when I was with juvenile, on the come up, trying to make it, you know what I mean. Man, you, you got to write a book, Buck. Right for I real, do, man. I know, Young Buck's book. Documentary. I started, I started writing, a, I started writing a book in the in, in the penitentiary. You know what I'm saying? I I had uh, want to capture my experience by being a celebrity behind the walls. That's the actual name of it. You know, I I end up going to the federal penitentiary. I bet That's you cool. walked the main line, didn't you? And you better know it. Yes, there's sir. No other way for for me. Uh like I say, my experience of prison was was a little bit different because I did it backwards, you know. When I was really in the streets doing a doing a lot, you know what I mean? I was blessed to make it through. But then once I became a fucking full fledged celebrity, I found myself waking up in the fucking penitentiary. you dig what I'm saying? So the wow. experience that I had from, from prison was a little bit different because everybody knows who you are, you know, regardless. So, you know, some motherfuckers fuck with you and some motherfuckers don't. Huh. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, niggas hate to see you making stoke every time. A on you. He made the shit
4: from last time? Right. More debilitating. They got stores everywhere, right? Exactly. But I had my own niggas, store in Niggas are making big stores every week. <clears throat> Spreads every day.
3: But but the impact that I, I did do, I, I'll share this with y'all real quick, in prison that, that, that I really cherish myself for uh, was being a person. Like I said, I had school and education with my thing. I fell in there, got my GED in prison and all of that. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I watch me motivate and, and do some things that I I, I realized from the, the the guys in prison that's never been done. A lot of older guys. My silly had you know forty some years. He was twenty some men already. Shit like that. But I noticed started noticing the influence that I had on the prison. Period. And I, I got smart enough, fast enough to to start. Uh, bringing my energy towards the wardens and shit like that to try to get them to do things that they had never done and it worked. Uh, I was running into so many different artists in in prison. Niggas want to rap. Niggas probably was raw as fuck. (laughs) Niggas, the coldest niggas I've ever heard in my life is in prison. No cap. I heard niggas in prison that was so cold to the point where I had to figure out a way to at least you know, some of them had life sentences. Some of them had so long that, you know, you don't know what what's gonna how how it's gonna play out for them. But I knew I had an influence in prison, so what I did was uh reached out to a couple guards and shit that that they used to be solid enough uh for me to at least try to get something going. And they actually let me start having a music class in prison. Mm-hmm. And basically, I was getting uh. I was getting all these guys together that were niggas that would come and want to rap for me and shit. Like this nigga cold, this nigga cold. And um, we were able to put together a talent show, a, a whole show in prison. And uh, man, the warden had green lighted on allowing us to do this on the actual basketball court on the yard of the prison. They brought in fucking cordless mics and, and beat. Fucking speakers, like concert speakers,
4: and set it up around <coughs> that, the actual basketball That bitch basketball was cold pool. as fuck, los niggas rap was, about wild shit. Was. My drawers always clean. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the thing, and I ain't never had to watch my shit in the sink. <laughs> bitch ass nigga. <laughs> the shit, shit
3: was crazy though, man, because uh, you know you got a lot of gangs, a lot of politics, a lot of you know different nationalities and different races and individuals. But it was the first time. In, at least the prison that I was in, Yazoo Federal Penitentiary, uh, where you you actually seen everybody on the yard. It was so bad that I actually come from a prison where it was a compound, and in the federal prison you have lows, mediums, and uh, the USP. Max. You know, they basically <coughs> had to shut down the medium and uh, the the uh, the USP to have enough guards. To come... Do the talent show. To, to, because everybody had came out on the yard, and that's something that they never experienced at one time. And uh, it was a day where they allowed loud allowed, allowed niggas to be kind of free in there. You know, you look around the prison yard, and you see big clouds of smoke going up like in this motherfucker. And wasn't no guards pumping down, rushing on niggas. Niggas got, you know, hooching everything turn, and all kind of shit <laughs> but niggas got the experience feeling what a concert felt like you understand what i'm saying and i put it in a place of you know almost kind of hosting the situation and this rapper this rapper and your audience was was the other prisoners and, and, <clears> and <if throat> they fuck with it you know it was just like niggas became celebrities in prison from that moment on, the next day, you know, niggas is niggas having all kind of shit by just kind of creating that ambience of, oh, that nigga rap, that nigga cold, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of dudes was on their way out, and I felt like that's the least that I could have did was, you know, get them as heard as much as possible. So, you know, shit like that, man, bringing shit like that to the table, you know, this shit that, uh, you know, you don't expect. Nothing like this going to, to to fucking prison, but you realize when you get there, at least I did, I gotta make the best out of this situation. Make the most of this shit. Nigga, most you say it. you don't get your credit. You done
4: went and made history in jail. Yeah, you done went and did the Apollo in the federal penitentiary, nigga. Big face. I don't know how many niggas that rap or otherwise can say that they did that. Big face. You know what I mean? Big like, face. that's something that, that needs to be... I'm glad you said that shit. I bet it was never a nigga in there just doing acapella doing the beat on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Rose think we nigga plenty of them niggas What's that face. nigga name? I'm Six Soups. <laughs> six <laughs> Soups? That's my rap name. Six Soups, nigga.
3: Six yeah. Soups. I ain't but you know I'm ripping cell block six I came up in this bitch from 94, got out in 96 Came back in that bitch in 97, then I took it Damn on, old. 98 to 99, man I had to hold it hey, on, go. then I went to court in early 2000 with no evidence, hey. then they came back in '02 2 and gave a nigga a <laughs> nigga <laughs> longer six, and ain't six. never six. Feel like a man been six. acting six. New. Six. got my knife up on my chest six. right Nah, six, all right, my man. take shit. Let me take Hey, nigga, we the one.
4: Yeah, I yeah, Nigga, I know. Six nigga. I'm and you six Not new. I'm nigga. stay. I just got out the hole, but I wrote some shit while I was down there. Yeah, right. Rhymin' Ray. Next up, nigga, we got Buck. Next up, we got uh. Robin Raymond and Six Soup. They coming up to do their
3: thing. <laughs> six Soup. You heard Hey, man, I just want to do a few jokes, man. They ain't going to be here long. You heard about the dude in the shower. Oh, they're telling me to cut the joke.
5: Chill, chill, that was good right
4: there. Man, this is tough. This, this <laughs> I'm going to do this. for I ain't gonna be all weekend, I'm gonna be available. Hey, hey, hey. I got one. I got one. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What do you calling everybody in the yard tonight? What's that? Not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> oh. they they I'm killing y'all. They no, not with the jokes, <laughs> nigga. I'm killing oh, y'all. First <laughs> 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 chance I get. But that's go. <laughs> all right. If uh, you hey, are fucking with uh, Put your second hand. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I take a stab, at I You hit That one kills
3: in Cleveland, just like I did. <laughs> Keep it going. As y'all can see, <laughs> <laughs> I
4: got it on lock. <laughs> <laughs> when they ask me how to show up tonight, I'm gonna tell them I murdered. I murdered. <laughs>
5: Oh, oh, shit, man.
3: But yeah, bro, like, money couldn't pay for that type of shit. Nah, not at all. Big facts, man, and it's just like, to still be relevant, bro, right now, is is a blessing as well. I I know so many motherfucking artists right now that that was around in the peak of G-Unit or just was here that's no longer around. So I, I pride myself on just trying to stay relevant keep pushing, keep getting good music out there and come fucking with y'all crazy. It's all uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> <They know childhood, laughs> got you. You got plenty coming, money. You don't even know,
4: my nigga. That is Mick the coldest man. shit ever. Man,
3: where they can find that, that new tape at? All <laughs> the It's on everything. everything.
4: Everything. Back
3: on my buck shit. Look, check this out. you three. Bro, right, this three. is the 85 South Show Trap Edition. Young Buck, your boy. It's your name, Carlos. And I, and we out this bitch for
5: yeah. hundred, my niggas. Back like a spine. Dope
3: shit, man. Y'all niggas don't <laughs> really shit. No, niggas. Yeah. Y'all niggas is a cold hey. niggas. We yeah. don't ask too much. Y'all niggas oh, thinking. Oh yeah, we about to hurt Let me get over here and write my book down Hey, let me see my other phone. Oh, oh, oh. Jack didn't spill the bill. You know what I'm saying? Recalibrate.